0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This message is sponsored by Amazon.
1: I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laugh. laughs.
2: COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines.
0: It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
0: Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever
1: someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying.
0: The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money?
1: Geico? Yeah.
3: They were our team sponsor.
0: GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. the fatback for sorry we're late we are singing happy birthday to grizz um so so we're six minutes late and we do apologize but it is grizz's birthday um he hasn't disclosed his age like any normal woman wouldn't um grizz happy birthday my man
3: thank you man thank you um, you're
0: looking fantastic you really aren't like,
3: yeah. I, I just there fresh you, hair course, new look, t-shirts I, I look like the brown jamie home <laughs> I mean,
2: if you look, if you look i've been called
3: last <laughs> mate i've been called last
1: <laughs>
3: come Go here but, um gav it's all about the teacher i told you i don't fuck about it i don't, <laughs> the the, I don't know the name of the brand it's um french, french connection.
1: connection
3: that's the one i just wanted you to say it. that's the okay. one okay
0: yeah um but uh, what, what i have noticed what i have noticed about you though is that um while well, you do look as slim as you've probably looked in 10 years by my reckoning, um, yeah. you look like you've lost a lot of your um Muscle mass. What, what, yeah, is I said that don't a fair
3: assumption? That. I, yeah, I said don't mention that. And you've done it on purpose. You're such a wanker. And I know, yeah. And it's live, so, so we can't do nothing about it. But it happens. Nope. Everyone knows. right? Everyone knows. And Jamie is the perfect man to be on the pod tonight and with Keith. Right? Okay, Everyone yeah. knows when you, do the ke- when you do the keto diet, you lose a lot of muscle mass. And these two mm. pros and experts will second mm-hmm. me on that. But, but what is it now? December 6th, right? I should know the dates. Well, you should,
0: really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: Give me until Valentine's Day, February the 14th. Watch the muscle back, muscle
2: mass come back. So long as you get yourself off. back down the boxing right. gym, Grizz. That's what That's it is, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Damn I can. Who can swiftly <laughs> <laughs> <Adam, I can. laughs> anyway, on now? This, this show
0: by February, this show will be sponsored by fucking Johnson and Johnson. Um <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, this is the fat for it. Is Grizz's birthday. If you want to wish him a happy birthday, throw it into the comments. If you are watching and you subscribes, great. Um keep doing so. We got to 7,000 subscribers here other day, which is unbelievable. and um, um, and we thank you all for that. If you're watching and you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. This show was brought to you by Manscaped, Manscaped.com, twenty percent off um, plus free shipping. And we'll talk a little bit about that later because Chris had a lovely time for his um, birthday oh, yesterday. Yeah,
2: it's the big. Uh, that's another reason why I'm yeah. excited that it's your birthday, the big yeah. day, Chris.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went, all it. I can
3: say, all I can say, it went smoothly. Yeah,
0: nice. <laughs> uh, but listen. um, Onto less important things than Grizz's birthday and Manscaped. Uh, Liverpool 4, Wolverhampton Wanderers nil at Anfield tonight. The return of fans, of course, to Anfield and the cup. And, lads, I'm going to s- I-, I want your initial thoughts before we actually get into the game because we are going into this one again and people are going, oh, they're there for the taking Wolves beat Arsenal and stuff like that. Jamie, um, you said something to us afterwards in the WhatsApp group. You went, these are just unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. The- the- you're running out of superlatives for them, aren't you? I don't think, uh, when you actually
2: look at what we've had to go through over the course of this season and to be where we are and every single question that is thrown at them, they always seem to come up with the answer. And and everybody, you could you could feel the narrative being written, all the top sides around us had won, how are Liverpool going to be able to answer this? And they put in that type of performance, the hunger, the desire, the quality on the ball it had everything that you would want from a liverpool performance and more and and the good thing is now lads we we get a rest so you know mean? we actually get a rest we can field whoever the tea ladies it doesn't matter in in, in europe it it just it's it's kind of like the feel good factor is not that it ever went away but you know it was it was tough to kind of bounce back from some of the injuries that we'd seen and, and the things that were going against us but all of a sudden that momentum is starting to build now we've got key, key players coming back um everybody it looks like this I kinda of think it's like a siege mentality, Gav. Everyone has been waiting for us to fail. And we're not failing. We're not going, we're not going away. Um, and everyone can talk up Chelsea, they can talk up Tottenham. But there's one team in this league that, that, that for me is, is the massive favourites. And if we reach anywhere near our true potential, we'll walk the league.
0: I like this. I like this a lot. Um, Keith. Just your initial reaction because, like, a lot of people did see it as a tough game going into it. Wolves were in decent form. It was a good win away at Arsenal. Um, earlier on in the week, wasn't it? Um, but, you know, they, we just keep answering these questions, Keith. We just, and, we're, and like Jamie says, all these teams around us are winning, but they're winning with the squads that they're expected to win with. We're going in with players all over the shop and we're just batting teams away. Liverpool only drop points on those games if they're, probably hard done boy you know they, they don't lose cause they're bad
1: yeah it's true Um uh, straight off I mean Wolves is always a tough game we've always sort of had to fight and really push for our wins against them even at Anfield and I thought it was going to be a lot tighter tonight this evening than it actually turned out to be it was excellent boy Liverpool and Jamie's spot on there you know people keep writing this team off Chelsea are the favourites Chelsea are this and that Chelsea are beaten. The bottom feeders in the league, you know, they're beating who they should be beating. And they're getting called, you know, all the, the favourites, this, the threat, they're, you know, signing all these players. Spores, you know, Spores are a good team. Mourinho's an excellent coach. He will have them challenging. But they're going to drop points in games they're not expected to drop points in. As you said, Gav, we're only going to drop points. Well, no, sorry. we were only dropping points now where is side, Wap, Maybe being hard done by a bit, um, or not hard done by, but maybe decisions going against us. Um mm. some Brighton and Evan. If yeah, you, honest, if yeah, you, you have, think of the
2: Brighton and Everton game, they're the two that stand out, aren't they? You exactly. feel
1: better about those two. And they're the two, Jamie. If you get those two, you have another four points on the board, and it's you know, it, it looks a hell of a lot rosier and it looks pretty rosy as it is. Yeah. It's just an absolutely unbelievable team, you know, and we're not getting the credit and the praise that we deserve.
0: Mm. Kev O'Sullivan says, "Oh, Liverpool are there for the take, and Williams will struggle versus pace. Fabinho isn't the real centre back. Klopp <laughs> is rattled, Rat, rattled, rattled. Uh, take your pick. Grizz, um, these are lines that were bandied about. Um, <laughs> these are lines that were um, thrown about um, over the last c- a couple of weeks, anyway, and certainly coming into this week. Um, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know what. To, and I've said this loads of times, and like, I keep saying it. I don't know what to uh, say about this team anymore. I really don't." Well,
3: no, you do. I don't know what to say because a lot of those comments were in our WhatsApp groups yeah. all week, right? Um, the, the Nico Williams versus Neto and Traore was massive. Um, look, I nicked a, a brilliant tweet from Jamie, something he put in the in the WhatsApp right earlier where he said, he said, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to do well to keep up with Spurs like at this rate, aren't we? I mean, it's the best Spurs team in years, the best Chelsea team in years. And Liverpool crisis, injuries, COVID, vast f- screwing us left, front and centre, and, and look where we are, lads. We're fucking on top of the table. We even managed to fucking bring the goal difference down against one That's of the big better, one. Yeah. against against one of the better defensive teams uh, around Premier League. You know when he plays that. Um, well, it's funny because you know we done the preview on the carnage. We managed to do a preview show with. Um, Finners of Wolves TV, so shout out to Finners. We, um, we discussed a totally different game. We did, we honestly did. We looked at every angle, every, rep- every sort of outcome possible. One we didn't think was 4 0 to Liverpool. We thought it might be a tactical cagey affair. All oh, it's half
0: 4 1. I just want to throw it on the record. We
3: thought, <laughs> thought it's going to be a humdigger of a game, so 4 3 3. Two. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these fucking Reds, eh?
0: Yeah, they're unbelievable. They really are. Um, getting to the team, you know, Cuivon Keeva, Kelleher uh, gets the nod and goal which was expected and I was delighted with that. Nico Williams, of course, starts a right back with rumour around that Trent was back in training and a muddy start but Nico starts there. You have Fabinho and Matip as a centre-half partnership. You have Robbo at left-back. Henderson, Wijnaldum, Jones and then, surprising to some people, Jota did not start. You had Mane, Salah and Firmino. He we went back to the tried and tested, I suppose. And Jamie... I usually go through these games in, in chronological order, you know, how things happen, but I want to pick out a few players this week and we look at the goals and we look at a few incidents as well. So I, I can only start with the goalkeeper and I'm, I'm fucking delighted for him. I have to say he comes in uh, during the week in a, in a, in a, in an important European game to give us that rest you were speaking about. Uh, and he does exceptionally well. And he I thought he was absolutely flawless tonight.
2: Do, do you know what he does? Uh, you know
0: me; I like to get carried
2: away and make big statements. But uh, so I'll that's try, I'll try not to. Get, I'm get particularly ready to clip giddy, this, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm particularly giddy tonight. So no, but what I would say is he's got this air about him that you all goalkeepers have, where he makes everything look very, very simple. He never looks flustered. The the polar opposite to Adrian. And what that does across the whole team, it just transmits a calmness. You can see already that the back four have full faith. There was one particular moment where it could have ended up a bit tricky. I think he came went to come for the ball, changed his mind, stepped back. Uh, I think it was Matip got a toe to it, played it back to him, and then he just clipped it away. And everything that he does, he does with calmness. He's very assured. Excellent with his feet. Both feet as well, lads. Yep. If it, so, sometimes goalkeepers, you know, they're very one-footed and you can see if it's played to the wrong side, they get a little flustered. He was pinging them left foot, right foot. And then it, it, this is the second game in a row now where he's made an outstanding save. Yep. His foot I think it was his footwork to get across for the... I don't know who it was for Wolves. That, 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 <laughs> great effort. Um, Could have caught him cold. Moved his feet very, very well and made a great save. So, at at this moment in time, lads, the two games that he's played, he's been absolutely faultless and exceeded everybody's expectations, I would say.
0: Not mine. uh, straight in uh, uh, Sulav LFC says we didn't win the Champions League and league and be called one of the best Premier League teams to be called title rivals to sports in Chelsea managed by Lampard Behave I'm all over that um, that's the type leader. of
2: bullishness yeah. we should yeah, do that's, that's, that's what we need uh, <laughs> well, right, thanks, in
0: this thanks, <laughs> thanks for the super chat as well that's a um, fair play to you Keith. Jamie mentions there the, the save and it's a brilliant save because it's, you know, it's not like it's a reaction save or, you know, yeah. he's, but it's, his footwork is exceptional to get across. And I'll put it to this way. If Alison makes that save, you're going, Jesus. And, you know, you, you want, you're, you're clipping it and it's going everywhere. How big was that for him? Because I know he's played on Anfield and he's played in front of big crowds, but this was a Premier League game, Keith, yeah. you know, and it was the first time fans were actually back at Anfield in 260-odd days, I think it is. Yeah. And um, it's important how,
1: for the cup as well. No yeah, backup.
0: yeah. How big was that for him? Just to, j- just to go, yeah, made that save, everyone clapping me, and, and just, you know,
1: pumps them up a little bit more. Yeah, it was great because, you know, well, as Jamie said, if Allison makes that save, people are, you know, going apeshit over it. Do you know who's not making that save is Adrian, because Adrian is too flat-footed and wouldn't have got over our... Not just Adrian, not digging him out. There's a lot of goalkeepers in the league like Jordan Pickford would have left that. Do you know what I mean? He wouldn't reaction. have been able to reach you. <laughs> you well, know, that's it. Yeah, you you got to, to bunt up off someone else. But, you know, there's not many keepers and maybe it's the, the inexperience and the youth um, and he does scramble across and gets his hand on it. A lot of think that's probably going to go weird and he don't even make that save it was excellent and it settled him down he made another good save later on as well mm. but you know what impressed me nearly more about him he catches an awful lot of ball that comes in that we're so used now to seeing goalkeepers punching it or flapping at them. he doesn't do that unless he really has to he takes I reckon lot, I reckon he played
0: Gaelic football
1: well he was he was a striker till he was 15 well, i did he play a bit of Gaelic
0: football? He, because
2: he, Gaelic he did, football yeah. is all about catching and kicking. Be, yeah, he, he did. I, I, I coach his nephew. Uh, I coach his, his nephew. Uh, sorry, no, his cousin. And um the, the whole family are GAA mad. No, uh, they're it. a real sporty family, and, yeah. and, and, and they're one of those families where, like, they can play any sport they turn their hand to. Like, because he was a striker
0: till he was fifteen, sixteen. 15, mm-hmm. he, well, well
1: the,
0: you're saying you can, can see our...
1: the like, You can see it in his footwork. He's not afraid to play the ball.
0: You, you, you can say that he. Try sure his hand to any sport but I'd love to see him take on Grizz at Pill Grizz is the Pill King despite no evidence of this um, <laughs> Grizz is the head of Pill um, on the LFC day trip is that right Chris? And
1: Cricket
3: Well a number of things but we won't go into it right now what, what I will say is uh, this Quiven Kelleha fella right um, you yeah you know call him what you want tonight but he's uh, his decision making guys for a young lad is absolutely spot on and at touch wood faultless at the
0: moment. Can, I ask, you, Gris, can, can I ask time. you, Chris? Can I ask you, Chris? Master of Disaster says plays like a young Allison. I genuinely think that because he's been in, the, in and around this squad for nigh on two seasons or two years now, and he's literally walked in the door, and the first person he's met is Alison Becker. I think that's a massive, massive influence on the way he plays, the style of play and what he's trying to be because that is who he's learning off. That has to be a case for that, Chris.
3: It has to. And it's a sign of an intelligent young player who's willing to learn. And Klopp loves, and I've said this before, Klopp loves keeping players that he thinks will have a massive future for LFC around the squad and the amazing professionals that we've got. So the likes of Jones, we can see him flourishing. The likes of Nico, we'll we, we probably go on to. And uh, obviously, Kelleher, um, as you guys have touched upon, his his calmness, assurity, I said it from the moment I set my eyes I'm sure there's a song somewhere there. But uh, the moment I set my eyes on him, I tell you guys, he looked so calm. And just <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> we well, 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 laughing at
0: <laughs> just visions <viciously laughs> of you singing You're just too good to be true yeah,
3: <laughs> but, but he is isn't he he is, he is I mean of the despair Of losing Alisson Again to I think it's the second spell This season right Keith mm-hmm. am I right yeah. Second spell and then having to think That the other numpty wanker Is going to be in goal Again you know and then we Suddenly get this fella Just just calm and assured It's It's beautiful He has picked up a lot from Um, Playing training with um, Alisson. And a shout out to our coach, because apparently he's the reason why we can't produce any good keepers, apparently.
0: Yeah, (laughs) that goes on all the time. Universal boss Jogan Klopp, uh, thanks for the super chat. He says, I think fans coming back will help us, give us 20% extra more uh, fans coming in back geez their are all over the place and here you never walk alone uh, helps the players it absolutely does and i want we're going to touch on that um later on we're going to have a little section about that on its own um, towards the end of the show but you're you're absolutely spot on in what you say hey
2: don't forget the johnsons are coming over i want to find a rosé jill hasn't tried yet
1: let's go exploring at total wine their prices are ridiculously low wondrous selection helpful guides always low prices total wine and more
0: uh, lads, and Jamie, I'll come to you first. Um, Nico Williams, still a lot said about Nico Williams. I thought he'd done well during the week. Uh, he keeps his place in the team. Trent will be back. Uh, you know, Trent is back. But he gets a book and three minutes in and you're going, oh, here we go. But I have to say, you know, we've seen way more experienced players get early bookings and not deal with it. And we've seen way more experienced players get early bookings and deal with it. But for a young fella, I thought he was, I thought he was very, very good, Jamie, with that hanging over his head for 87 minutes plus.
2: Yeah, it's no, no coincidence that Wolves switched, uh, Triore to try and expose him yeah. once he was on that, yeah, that, that, that yellow card. I mean, it just, the, the, the two wingers that you don't want to come up against when you're on a yellow card so early are probably two of the two lads playing against him tonight. And to be fair, he didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, I, I just think, you can't underestimate the mentality of the young lad. I mean, he's had a rough time since he's come into this Liverpool team. Not only that, he's learning on the job for, the you know, one of the best clubs in the world. Under a microscope that no other young player has to face because it's, it's, it's intense. You even, I think it was Adam Lalani, who was doing an interview recently, a really good one with Melissa Reddy, and he just said the intensity that surrounds Liverpool Football Club. He's actually found it a breath of fresh air since he's moved away. And this is an experienced international footballer saying this. So for a young player like Nico Williams, who, for whatever reason, I don't understand. The fans made some ridiculous noise after uh, some of his early games to respond in the manner that he has, trying to fill the boots of Trent Alexander-Arnold, who is a generational... Like, it's a generational talent we're talking about in Trent. Do you know what I mean? It's, It's a really tough ask. And again, tonight, he's answered all questions... Um, and, and I think he was more progressive in his play, which is the one thing I've kind of said in, mm. when we've been on pods and discussed him before. Yeah, he's point. been a little nervous. He looks to cut inside a lot. He, he do, he's not backing himself at the moment, but he, he's a lot more progressive now. He was linking up well with Salah. He was feeding the ball nice and early. So really delighted for the lad.
0: Yeah, Ramos Khalil, uh, thanks for the super chat. He says, Kelleher, amazing. The defenders, impenetrable. The midfield, maestros. Salah and Firmino, brilliant. And the kids come up big again. Happy birthday, Grizz. It's, about, it's all about Grizz's birthday tonight. Nice, so, um, Grizz, so so I really, fun, appre- and I really <laughs> appreciate the love of the chat. Thank you very much, oh, guys. I really
3: appreciate it. Good stuff. It.
0: Um, but look, Nico Williams does brilliant and Jamie have covered it very, very well. He But the more progressive stuff is a great point because he was... We Listen... It was quite easy to see for me that he was taking two touches to set himself, then he was taking another touch to see where he was going, and then a four-touch was probably a pass inside where everything's slowed down and everything's condensed, and then you're having to go back to a centre-half and try start again over the other side of the pitch. Rather than Trent gets it and just goes, touch, bang, touch, bang, touch, bang. And, you know, he's not as good as Trent. He probably never will be. You say it's generational. I think it's more than that with Trent. I think he will go down probably as the best. Fullback Liverpool have ever seen. I genuinely believe that. And, you know, people will talk about, you know, Phil Neal or whoever else, but I think he will go down as, I think the best fullback Liverpool has ever seen. Um, but we get, we get, we get ahead in the game and Keith, I come to you. Connor Cody makes a bad mistake. It's a good looking, it's a good looking ball by Henderson. It's the right idea. Cody, I don't know whether he's trying to chest it to the fella beside him or he's trying to, to, Chester to the keeper, who he thinks might be coming. I'm not, I don't think he even knows what he's trying to, but I love that goal from Salah, Keith, because people have been a little bit critical of him recently, but like just a touch, bang, no messing, no messing about, just touch and bang, it's goal. Brilliant, I loved it.
1: I was quite critical of Salah in the pre-match show. Um, Just saying that he he needs a good performance and he needs to show a bit more, be a bit more clinical in a shooting. Now, what I stand by that, what I said, I think he's been playing terrible recently and tonight he got the chance and it was an instinctive in the box, pounced on an error, sets himself and shoots. Salah's excellent at that. Well, Salah's not excellent at that in my opinion lately is the long ball down the wing where he's running, 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 cutting in, taking too much time and then well he's way out um, over high boy and handsome. I see Salah move more centrally, and I know it's been said before. I think he's just more clinical when he's getting the ball in or around the box and doesn't have too much time to think about them. That's where I think his game is developing now. It was a great goal, and you're right about the Cody thing. I don't know what Cody was doing. He he wasn't chesting it down himself. It was going no. somewhere. Yeah, down.
0: he was. He, he was. To me, it looked like he was trying to chest. It, it it looked to me like he was going to try chest to the fellow beside him, and then changed his mind last second and it in, put it to nowhere.
1: Yeah. It was it was a, a terrible uh, decision and you could see by his reaction that he knew he made a balls of it. Do you know what oh, I mean? He, he's
3: sorry. sorry sorry. I was just gonna say do you know what it is because I'm so used to playing in a three
0: centre three centre back. Freezing.
3: In am I freezing? Yeah. Yeah. am I? am I not here?
0: Yeah there yeah Well, you you at Korsha, there? Yeah, just yeah, So,
3: so three, three, the three centre backs that they normally play with, he's usually the playmaker, that's, that's the composed one, and they mm-hmm. and they play a very tight three centre back system. And he probably thought one of them is going to be able to clear it, or or someone's going to be able to, you know, sort of clear it after he's chested it down. That wasn't an easy finish from Mo, you know, because normally what happens a, a striker in that position or a forward, or whatever a winger. Because the ball was bouncing, you tried to let it stop bouncing, if you know what I mean. Like there's no more bounces. But he hit it on one of the bounces, half volley. And it was a clinical finish. That's the hungry mole. I thought he was hungry today, guys. I don't think he's still not at his imperious best, but he was bloody hungry and you could see it in his play. I thought all three were fantastic today.
0: Well, I think yeah. that goes back to a point where, that that was made in the Super Chat earlier about the fans on the ground. I think it's way bigger than than people are making out. Uh, Shani says, Excellent performance. Felt like real football. Sorry you couldn't make it tonight, lads. Shani, of course, head of apologies, says um, you couldn't <laughs> make it tonight. But that's, uh, that's all right. Um, but we love Shani. He's Shani FC is brilliant. Um, J81 says, um, and this is a mad stat, Salah mm-hmm. now on the same amount of goals. I think it's Premier League goals. um, yeah as Ronaldo in 66 less games like he must be he must be around 110 Premier Liverpool goals now isn't it about 160 appearances somewhere around that it's criminally underrated that fella it's unbelievable I agree with Keith though I think I think the central role is um I think Salah's is Firmino's backup now I think if you don't play Firmino there I think you play Salah there and that's why, where Jota comes into the equation because Grizz is right, he looks hungry and touch and hit, touch and hit. I, I backsell it all day, I I agree. When when he's down the wing and he's taking too many touches, it can't work all the time, but that's the way it goes. Do you have a big talking point, uh, Grizz, I'll come to you. The you have a big talking point the course of course the first half is the penalty that was given to Wolves. And the referee obviously thinks he sees Mane hit Cody. Cody goes down a bit exaggerated. Henderson's having a breakdown. Cody knows he's done he's he's done one here and he's kind of trying to get away from Henderson and um it goes to VAR and VAR and then they say no look there's no contact um so it's not a penalty but Grizz heart in the mouth stuff.
3: Very much so. Um I didn't have a clue what what we were sort of appealing for in terms of were we saying it's offside with the initial first header. Uh were we saying it's handball from Cody? Because one angle I thought he was gonna be ham, he's touched the ball past uh, thing. I didn't have a clue. I-, I kind of feel sorry for the referee because you know he mustn't had a clue. He's a this referee anyway. He's an awful referee. Craig Paulson's another in the line of awful referees. Yeah, they all are. They well, I like um, the young fella, the one who done the Everton game. I know, you know, um, I can't remember his name, top of my head now, it's gone, but um He's um, this guy's an awful referee, and it was. And and I thought to myself, and you know, we were discussing on WhatsApp like, if it goes to VAR and there is the slightest touch, it will be given.
2: Don't get me but, started again, Chris. Uh, <laughs> you, you'd think that,
3: Lord wouldn't you? Have mercy. Lord have mercy, it was shown to have absolutely no uh, no, there was no seemed to be no impact, and then the guy realized he made a rickety and he had the sort of um, you know the humility in this case to sort of accept he's made an error. But um why he didn't go back and, and book that's Cody the issue isn't it? Is yeah, yeah. Absolutely beyond me. I mean that's one of those it got to him. He got he got uh, rotled, like you did earlier And someone said in rotled, the chat. Yeah, yeah he got rotted and he, he forgot to do his job which is to book the player for blatant simulation because there was zero impact.
1: Yeah, you can't blame him for giving the penalty in real time because it did look I like agree. you know, and from his angle, it looked like there's a definite connection there. What annoyed me, sorry for butting in on this, Gav, What annoyed me was going took I'm gonna a long open time. If that's all right with you, okay. he took a long time looking at that VAR. He took an awful I long never, time to see the right. leading clip where there's was no. He wanted no to, touch yeah, to see. Whatever. Yeah, he wanted to
3: see. He wanted to see something,
0: anything. No, that I sort of yeah. would back him. No, I, uh, do you know what, I, what? I do you know what I think is going on there? I think he's being told down in not through a pen. his ear. I think he's being told through his ear, look, here's... A, well, that's playing to him and he's looking at that. He's not really fucking looking at it. He's just staring at something and, and they're in his ear yeah. going, we're playing it now, we're playing it now. Look, there's no contact, there's no contact. It's no penalty.
1: So, uh, we well, compared it to Stuart Atwell last week against Brighton. He went over, had a little glance and turned around, changed his mind. There's definitely more to these um, going to the screens than maybe is being let on. I don't think there's nice. really,
3: can I say one thing, Jamie? Before you give your opinion, it's quick. It's a quick thing. Why the fuck didn't they? Why did sorry? Why did Porson have to be told to go over and have a look at that? Because, why did not the, because why because why the guy in the Chris, I'm sick say this saying this. <laughs>
0: it's not a penalty. Chris, I'm sick saying this because if if he, if he gets him to that screen, nobody fucking knows who's making the decision. This is the point, Chris. Right. Instead of him, that's the way it used to be. Do you remember it used to be like, oh, I'm just standing in the middle of the pitch like an absolute fucking clown here with finger to me ear for a minute and a half and then I get told what the decision is. And then it went the other way where it was like, no, no, we're not overruling. And now we don't know who's making decisions. And that's exactly where they wanted to be. So when he goes over to that screen, my opinion is that he's looking at the screen and he's looking going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's in his ear. So that he's more or less being told, but you don't know he's being told. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so, so uh, thanks for the donation. He says they got wrong, even when they got it right. Well, yeah, because he doesn't go and book Cody because it's, it's simulation. Yeah. But like, 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 WhatsApp group was on fire today. People going, look, VAR is fucking great. you are all wrong? And I'm kind <laughs> of going, no, it's the processes. Stop being arseholes But listen, um, Andy had three points on board. So we let him away. Um, right. So listen, in the end, it gets cleared up and it goes in, uh, one nil at half time. And, um, Keith, I'll come to you, like, I'm being honest with you, I was looking at a couple of players through the first half, like, I didn't think Curtis Jones was very good in the first half, We he grew into it, um, mm. into the second half, but I have to I have to give a shout out to Andy Robertson because this fella's a fucking machine, this fella's strapping his leg up, it's hanging off him on, on whatever mm. night it was, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then he's he's hammering up and down that wing, he's like, I don't give a fuck about a diameter, alright, let
1: him chase me, and um, I just thought he was brilliant, I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He was, he was. And look, Traore got in a few times. You know, he's, he's that type of player. He's absolute rubbish. Adama Traore. Um, I don't care what anybody says. He's fucking muck, but he's fast. He's fast muck. Do you know what I mean? So he can run. So Robo was up against a very quick player. And we got cut out a few times, but Traore can't cross his fucking legs. Never mind the ball. Like, Andy, Young. Absolutely
0: Andy Young is obsessed with the fact that Adama Traore just runs and then chips the ball in the air, <laughs> just chips it. He doesn't yeah. whip it. He doesn't do <laughs> anything. He just chips the ball in the air. He says he's just a runner and a chipper. That's but what you know, him.
1: it's true. If you look at, we're going to go on the Air Force goal later on. But if you look at the past trend plays for that, Ray, it's absolutely fucking delicious. It's a it's a ball in with purpose. Adama Chiari's balls are all just fucking either floaty, lofty jobs to anybody are drilled across like you done in the first half when you just fucking blend it into nobody. Yeah. It's you know, but it's still it's a challenge for Robo because he's playing a lot of games as well. He is playing with an injury, we we all know that, you know, he's playing through the pain barrier. It's not an easy game for him, but he was brilliant. Now, one thing I want to pull you up on is I didn't think Course Jones was that bad in the first half. I yeah, do I agree I, that he grew into it. I thought he was playing a lot deeper than I expected him. I found he was picking up the ball very deep a lot of the time and trying to make things happen. I do think he grew into it, but I thought he was decent enough first half. I think, I,
0: think, I think I think oh sorry, Gav, you go. I, I was no, I was just gonna say, um, for me, I, I, I do agree he was coming deep and I think they were taking turns and coming deep for getting, getting the ball. I think it was a way of trying to pull Wolves yep. out of shape because the biggest thing against Arsenal for me watching Wolves was their shape was excellent and mm-hmm. Arsenal hadn't got a fucking help but Arsenal were awful at trying to get them out of their shape. So that might have been a ploy. I'm not saying he was bad. I just didn't think he, uh, no, he stood no, out. No, I, I but I, I definitely think he, he, he improved dramatically. I thought as the game went on. Sorry, Jamie. Yeah.
2: I was going to say, I, I think we're seeing the evolution of Curtis Jones. I think Klopp is changing, not subtly changing him. You know, like he, he likes to redevelop players. Yeah. And I think he's kind of becoming a Ginny Mark too, in that he is unbelievably good at retaining the ball in tight spaces. He can drop the shoulder. He can, he's more offensively minded, I think, than Ginny. And uh, no, it's funny saying that with him scoring tonight, but I think naturally in how he plays, he looks to, uh, he can pick a pass between the lines, but The work rate and the composure. The the, the three of them in the middle were like rabid dogs tonight. Um, And as I said, I mean, Curtis Jones is going back to back to back in these games. And he's a driving force in the midfield. A couple of times tonight... He was in a tight space. He's one of those players that can manipulate his body very, very cleverly and get out at it. any situation similar to to Gini Wijnaldum. But he also has the ability to lift his head and then pick a pass, ghost past the player, play a ball around the corner. Like it, With every game, uh, he is becoming more and more crucial to to this Liverpool team. He's not just a squad player now. He adds yeah. so yeah. much to the Liverpool team when he plays. And I wouldn't be afraid to put him in against any opposition at this stage. I think I think he's shown that much metal
0: now. Oh well, to, to be honest with you, like I I wouldn't be worried about putting him in either because, as I said, I, I think his progression has leaped forward probably probably a year. I expect him to have it on the fringes force teamer for this year and then look to progress <laughs> next year. But I think just the situation oh, we're in, it's yeah. uh, a must, and he's being put in there and he, he's, he's enjoying it. And it goes back to what we spoke about whatever shot was because we do have fucking many now. To be honest, um. <laughs> But the show where we said he he wanted he he wanted to be in this team he was telling Klopp he wanted to be in this team so you know pull up or shut up and he's he, in fairness to him he's putting up Grizz, you wanted to say something
3: yeah I was the same as you Gav we we, we discussed it in the WhatsApp that I, I think me and you thought he was poor in the first half but looking back um, I think we were harsh because I think the overall game we were kind of play because I look I'm not, I'm going to be honest I thought we we're going to go hell for leather. And really attack them in the in, in the first half. The old Liverpool sort of, you know, we got attackers, we got loads of them, and they're fucking good, and we're going to blitz you. But we played like ch- the champions of last season, where we control the whole game, near enough from start to end. And I think Curtis Jones was selected, and a, another genius move by a genius coach for that very reason. Like Jamie alluded to in terms of, he's got the press, he's got the energy. And then when he gets the ball, he knows how to calm it down. Criticism for the first half was he was slowing the forward play, when especially when we're on the counters, too slow. And that was his criticism when he first came in the in the team. But again, in the second half, if Klopp had a word with him, I don't know. If the team had a word with him, I don't know. But he was a different dynamic footballer in the second half.
0: Fair play to the kid, man. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
1: Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball.
0: Uh, what? Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
2: I was looking at the game, right? And I I think we were kind of guilty a little bit because of the opposition. And both teams, it was 4-3-3, 4-3-3. Everybody was matched up perfectly. And they're both very, very quick teams on the break. So Mm -hmm. the first 15, 20 minutes, it was nearly like players in possession didn't want to take too many risks yeah. because sometimes when you play against a team like a Wolves or a Liverpool, you're nearly at your most vulnerable when you're in possession mm. of the football. So if you lose the ball high by taking a chance, boom, Wolves are away. Triores off down the wing. So I, I feel like the first 20 minutes, it was kind of like both teams were sussing each other out and they didn't really want to take too many chances. And I agree. I mean, maybe, maybe Jones was trying taking a few too many touches to start with, but then as the game evolved, then he, he started to really come into his own.
0: Avo Avos says Cortes has matured so quickly, he's dropped his line by 10 yards and looks so much better. Now, Bob, Pod- Bob Paddock says something here, right? And it, it sounds ludicrous when you say it. He says Jones is the new David Silva. But I see the comparison, and I don't mean to compare David Silva directly yeah. to Cortis Jones. But what I do see is David Silva arrives in England as an attacking midfielder, Right. For me, an attacking midfielder, you know, he gets in the hole and he, you know and winger, he does this yeah. and he does that, right? Or winger, yeah, whatever. He's an he's an attacking player, right? Yeah. And if you watch his progression at Manchester City, he he ends up being a central midfielder that controls the game. He's neat and tidy. He he turns out with tight positions. He beats the press with, you know a touch a turn and and he's getting players away. So good around the box and Curtis Jones was always seen as an attacking, whether it be a wide player or a ten. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you see, see him drop 10, 15 yards and go, well, yeah, I'll sit at the base of the midfield if you want. Because if I do get away from someone, I have the ability to to glide past players. But, but like Jamie says, he, he's able to hold the ball. He's like actually really good in tight spaces at holding it. So, mm. Although it sounds a ludicrous comparison, I can see where he's coming from yeah. with that simply because of the style. I'm not saying the quality of David Silva. The attributes.
1: The, the attributes <coughs> maybe the attributes and style, yeah. You know? You get the ball, Genie has them as well. You get the ball in tight spaces, and you're able to just what well, the similarity, I suppose, with Jones and David uh, Silva. Uh-huh. It's a shake of the hips, isn't it? It's a little wiggle. As Jamie said, the body shape just changes, and he's gone. He's very good at it. and he'll only get better at it as well. He's only nineteen, only establishing himself in the team. But I think there's a lot to come from Cortis Jones. I, I like, think- I, I like the comparison too. You know, lads. I like. The,
3: I've been thinking about it since You've someone. One minute. Oh, yeah,
0: Ciarán Torrance is forget it. Curtis Jones is Curtis Jones. Forget comparisons. Yeah, listen, he's to be his own man. But, you know, when you see the style and, and like people saying dropping that little bit deeper on what he's doing from that, you can see, you can see where that style is. And that, that's fair enough. You're allowed to do it if you want. But, um, listen, if Curtis Jones becomes just Curtis Jones and he's deadly, um, you won't need to compare him to anybody. Um, Genie Wynaldon plays 26 games a month at this stage and (laughs) he's an absolute, madman to be honest with you I'm wrecked even thinking about uh, Gino. I'm sitting here drinking cans and I'm wrecked thinking about when <laughs> Wijnaldum and Alderman, how much running he has to do but
1: he He'll makes it a game w- against Midland. and uh, Jordan week, <laughs> he <actually. laughs> probably be told listen you
0: might as well you're on a roll brother um, <laughs> but <laughs> could you imagine that they all get the week off, for these all listen day, listen yeah I'm a bit <laughs> yeah like I just you have to keep you in there because <laughs> it's been working so well you go fucking <laughs> rasher. but um. He makes it 2 0 and Grizz, you know, great ball by Henderson. Henderson, you know, the ball breaks loose. Henderson spots the run of, of Manet and and puts her into a lovely area. Manet is good at just Mane thinks about going out wide, but then goes, yeah. No, I'll just run up. i just run up against the centre half and just stand there and yeah. uh, make his mind up. But it's a brilliant finish and and it's it's something that Liverpool fans have been crying out for because he does it a lot for Holland, but I was delighted to see him get it.
3: I thought he was going to say um, Mane makes a great run because he doesn't. Mane no, he just runs to the
0: centre-half. He <laughs> says, just, I'm
3: just going to stand here. Mane makes an awful run. It's just a straight run into the centre-back. But yeah. um, look, Gini Wijnaldum, Um he's he's just been our Rude Gullit, Clarence him Frank Reichardt, all fucking roll into one. Yeah. All the Dutch great central midfielders roll into one. And i tell you why I say that. Because... He played He played as a, a, a DM in the first half, just sat in front of the back four, let Henderson and Curtis do their things going forward. Henderson made a few runs into the box. Ginny was just sort of covering that area. In the second half, he changed his role and then he became sort of Clarence Sadoff, you know, in that run. I'll tell you what, guys. I often say my biggest criticism, one of the biggest criticism of Ginny is his striking of the ball, his finishing mm. for Liverpool, you know. Even though he scores some, you know, on the whole, he always scuffs it or he always sort of, you know, it's not clean strike. For Holland, he's fucking different gravy. But this time, you could just see him just slightly open up his body. And as you say, Mane made no sort of significant Mane,
0: Mane, Mane thinks of going left. And then it's goes, an awful run. Oh, no <laughs> point in me going left. We, we've, we've progressed too far enough. So he just runs up against it yeah. and goes, I'm just going to stand here. I'm just going to keep running at you until you get out of your way. I thought Absolutely. it was brilliant. But um it
3: was a the way he the way he makes uh, the way he so he turns to the side and sort of angles his body. It's look, we know Ginny's capable of that. And that's why he's, in my opinion, probably the most complete in terms of all-round abilities central midfielder that we've got at a club. He's got a bit of everything, if you know what I mean. Um, just majestic, and he deserved it. And it, and I'm so chuffed for him that it was at Anfield into the cup with fucking fans there, because mm-hmm. If anyone deserves a fucking cheer, a round of applause and appreciation from the crowd or something, anything, it's genuine out him. He's been an absolute soldier
0: for us this season and it was well-deserved, man, well-deserved. Um, Sulav might have solved it. He says, just play him until he signs the contract. <laughs> 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 just playing 23s and everything, everything. You're just playing everything. Just sign the deal or we're just going to keep playing you. But, of course, you have to remember now, you know, in, in four weeks' time, he's free to talk to clubs. Um, outside yeah. of the UK, isn't he? Um, so it's it's looking a bit he, like to me. Won't be and,
1: short in the won't you
0: No, he won't, and I think Barcelona is nailed on because they
1: get him on a free, they'll give him no. a signing on fee and they give him a, a Not a, happening has um, gone out there. He'd be gone by bleeding. Yeah, but right.
0: I, I, I don't. I don't think it matters on I think he's a, he's a player that would really no, suit Barcelona. Oh no,
3: no, no, he won't go there. If Ronald's not there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We will have to look. I don't know, but it's 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 a, it's a cracking goal, and and Jamie. I kind of settled any nerves I had. I'm being honest because anything can happen in a game of football. You know, you've a young goalkeeper in, in goal. You've a young, you've a young fullback. You still have an untested to a certain extent center half, um, partnership and you've a midfielder like in Henderson coming back from, you know, he's only making his way back from injury. You throw him in Alden that's playing every day, like we said, and anything can happen, but that kind of settled the nerves, didn't it? And then Liverpool just started, I felt to just turn around then just this is over and we're just going we're just going to put the hammer down is Jamie
1: gone maybe gas if he just says I think Jamie's frozen now yeah he's frozen but Keith I'll (laughs) give it to you go again because I thought that was going to Jamie what were you saying
0: I was saying um, the the game can go anyway because of uh, yeah. the players we have on the pitch and yeah. and the circumstances around that. Jamie's back. Yeah. I don't know if you heard the question, but um, is
2: it my is it my chance to praise Hen?
0: Oh, he's frozen again. Oh, uh, Jamie. Yeah, no, you're better off you're better off dropping out and coming back in, Jamie. Drop out yeah. completely, but Keith. What I was saying was, I'll try this again, Um the game can go well, yeah. anyway. You know, the players we yeah. have on the pitch, the, you, you know, inexperienced yes. players coming back from, yeah, players just being ran into the ground. But it, it settles
1: the nerves, I thought, Liverpool. just it does. I, I, just, I just thought you were brilliant then. It does. It's It, it really is. Um you, you touched on, like, Nico Williams was, I thought, was actually very good today. But he was on a yellow and There was the the risk of him going off and all so, you know, if we lose Nico down well, the 10 men or 1-0 up, anything can happen. You know, anything really can happen. But, you know, Genie steps up there and settles the nerves. You know, Grizz made an excellent comparison there. Clarence Adorf, he's the most... I think Genie Wijnaldum is the most complete midfielder in the league. Never mind that Liverpool, I don't think there's any... That's got the full package that Genie Wijnaldum has. You know, people jump and say, Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne doesn't have to walk right of Genie Wijnaldum. He's a better player, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't have to walk right. Genie's all round game is sensational and he's going to be missed. But it settled the nerves and it, it knocked the bollocks out of Wolves then as well. To concede a goal like that, we were on top and that just took the stuff in out of them. I felt Wolves were very... I don't... It's weird because I think they're a dangerous team, and their front line. Well, they didn't have a focal point in attack. I thought they were always dangerous with those those players up front. We just they 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 look like they gave up wolves. You know, Connor Cody had an absolute fucking stinker today.
0: Once it Stark goes two 0 they know it's done yeah. because if yeah. they come out and try get us, you know, we're sitting there with that front three and Jot to come off the bench if you want as well. You know, yeah. I think they know the game is up. Uh, Jamie, you froze there a little bit, but um. I'm going to listen. We've talked. We've talked. Jeannie. We've talked. Curtis Jones should go on. Hendel. Hendo. Hendo. Uh, lads. <laughs> like, I, I've always been a massive
2: fan, fan of Jordan Henderson, but I just think what you're seeing now is a, a Liverpool captain that will. Be so appreciated. I know he's become becoming appreciated, but when he when he isn't with us anymore, we will look back at his time as a leader. He's in his tenth year at the club. He is getting better and more influential with every minute that he plays for the club. If you think of, you know, I played centre midfield myself, right? And you, you'll you'll come up on your play with teammates who you just love playing with because they just do all the horrible donkey work, right? For want of a better phrase, Henderson. Runs, chases, harries, directs. I, I think it's no coincidence that Nico Williams has looked better when he's had Henderson to protect and manage him through games. Yep. He he is the glue to this football team, and that's disregarding his football ability, his range of passing, short, long, sharp. Um, he, he has everything in in the locker lads, and I just think with every passing game, his influence on not just the football team but the club. The young players coming in, the new signings coming in. He's his manager, the manager's go-to man, his lieutenant. Like he has been responsible for so much of what is good with this Liverpool Football Club. Not only on the pitch, but the mentality that we've been able to build and foster, and that, it's that mentality that's seeing us through the, the tricky moments, boys. I, I think he's a credit to the to, to the club, and um, I, I, I honestly think he's a he's he's a, he's a wonderful player.
0: Yeah. I think I. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to have discussions on, on Henderson's importance to the club, um, or on or off the pitch. I refuse to have them anymore. Um, I don't see them as relevant anymore. I, I will absolutely say if he's played well and not played well. Um, but I wouldn't swap him for anyone. Yeah. I wouldn't swap him for any captain in the world. I mean that. Yeah. I genuinely wouldn't. Um, because there's probably better midfielders out there than him. Yeah, probably. Technically better. Probably. Um, one more than him. Probably. But, I don't think anyone suits being Liverpool captain anywhere on this planet like Jordan Henderson does. The only one that probably gets close is Virgil van Dijk. Um, There's just no argument about this fella. And it's it's very
2: telling how van Dyke talks about Henderson as well, Gav. Because he
0: sees him him as his man, his main man. And you know what? And even going into games now, when you're looking at, like we look at Salah's form. Right. And we look at Nico Williams and my immediate thought when I seen Nico Williams playing today and I wanted to see something from Salah was, I hope Henderson plays in the eight off the right hand side because he influences so much there. Um, and you might see that come back around when, when Trent is fully back and you know, Fabinho might be able to move back into midfield or Thiago gets back or whatever. But for the moment, I think you're absolutely fine once you can get hands on them and all them on the pitch because they it's know it's a perfect it, storm, isn't it. it? They know it inside out, Chris. They know it inside fucking out. No, but
3: especially that right side you often refer to, uh, oh, when You, I talk, love about, I when love you talk about Salah's mm. cheating, uh, yeah. Trent's ability in the ball, and then Hendo does all the unselfish work, mm. all the mm. unseen work. And I hate being that guy, but you see it more when you're at the game as well. I know none of us have been at the game for years, but do you know what I mean? You see the unselfishness, the effort, the covering, everything that he puts in on that right side, right-hand side when he plays. It's between him, Salah and uh, Trent. It's the perfect storm on that right-hand side. And I tell you what, guys, Jamie's giving him a glowing tribute and so have you. So have you. But, uh, you know, he was not 100% today. And you could see that. No, but that you, I wouldn't, I in. wouldn't
0: expect, I wouldn't expect him to be a Grizz because yeah. he's come back for 45 against Brighton. He yep. plays the full game against Ajax and you're probably looking at, I would expect him next week to be back on it. You yep. know, you give him that two and a half, three games to, to get back in, but, but it's not, it's like, it's like we've all said, it's his influence over people. It's, it's the standards he sets. And that's why Milner's a big loss as well. Although Milner mm. to me is, I, I think most people are looking going, his legs are going a little bit. Um, a little bit, but his standards are so fucking high that even if he's having a, an okay game, everyone around him knows I better fucking do everything right here because Milner will eat me alive if I don't, you know. So I think that I think that's a massive thing. As well. Just having him on the pitch is it's just huge. And you see this with even, you know, players that are influenced games in different ways, like they're creators. And you go, just get him on the pitch. He might be only 60%, but if he's so creative that you get him on the pitch, he, he, he you know, he, he takes the attention of the opposition and allows other players freedom, and that's the sort of influence you can see from other players. But Henderson, for me, is just the the, the dedication that I suppose that the way we're set up, the organisation. The standards, everything about it is just, I want them on the pitch at 80% every fucking day of the week.
2: Well, there's, a, there's a fella called Damien Hughes. I've, I don't know if you, he's on the yeah. High Performance podcast and he talks a lot about cultural architects. Um, basically, pe- people within your organisation, whether it's a business or sporting team, that set the standards. And, and Jordan Henderson and James Milner have been those cultural be architects. Here, what's that, mate? like me here yeah exactly mate that's it. It, it, it when i when i thought of cultural architects i actually thought you in in my head mate to be honest I with think you I build you. this
0: cream cracker towers <laughs> We just <you> stop it <laughs> finally a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds meet the ergo smart base from tempurpedic our first system that detects snoring then automatically adjusts by raising the bed and now during the tempurpedic summer of sleep all Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale, with savings up to five hundred dollars on adjustable sets. Get your best sleep, all night, every night. Learn more at TempurPedic.com. <laughs>
2: uh, but no, I, honestly, and and the one thing about Henderson and Grizz makes a good point. Where in, when you're at the game, you see it more. Um he, what he does very well, and he may it's it's a joke, but at the same time, there's a bit of seriousness to it. And. Uh, Robertson and Trent did uh, a video in the week called Wing Backs, and Henderson was in the back oh, of the wing car. Yeah. Wingmen, sorry. And Henderson was in the back of the car, and he made a joke about, oh, you know, it's like me covering for you two when you're bombing forward. It, he, he's, he's telling the truth, though. And what of Hen- a lot of what Henderson does that's good, it's purely selfless. He will mark space. And this is what you see, it, he doesn't necessarily get on the ball but he will mark an area that has been vacated by an attacking player. And the reason why him and Ginny are so good at what they do is half our team, like the Alamo, when we break, there's four, five, six people breaking at speed. Henderson and Wijnaldum just go, okay, boom, right. I'll read the game. Where's the danger? I'll block that space. Honestly, lads, Liverpool would not be Liverpool without Henderson at the heartbeat of that side. And Ginny Wijnaldum to a degree as well. They know their roles so well.
0: Yeah, if anybody hasn't seen Wingman, um, it's deadly. I think yeah, they are about four episodes in now and four, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Andy Robertson is just off his bracket. Um, <laughs> he's just, he's just special, that fella. But, <clears throat> um, the game, the game continues on and Liverpool make a 3-0. But a well-worked set piece, I think it was, it was more orchestrated than than people think. You way know, Salah just feints to go to Henderson and puts a great ball in the box. It was something I was delighted. It, I'm delighted that Matip scores, but I was delighted that Salah just gets it out of his feet and whips something yep. in because we've seen so many times when he gets that space, he tries to drive himself at the corner of that box and hit something. Yep. But Keith, he just he whips a beautiful ball in. There's no chance of offside because. The, the ball is so good that you don't need to be too far forward. And, yeah. and Matip gets in there and, um, gets the header in and, and really puts it to bed. And, and it's something you like to see from Matip Business and all centre halves, but chipping in, it's, it's very important.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's something that we should be getting more out of, you know. And Matip is, is very good up in the box. But if you get a delivery like that, right, I could be in the box and it's just hitting you. Do you know what I mean? Matthew, it it's, it. It. it's just a connection, isn't it, Jamie? It's just yeah. when a ball like that comes in at that angle, at that pace, bang, there's no chance for that keeper. Rui Patricia was a good keeper. He wasn't saving that. There's not a fucking hope he was saving that. Because the delivery was just that good on He's it. He's
0: wearing number eleven, he shouldn't fucking be in goal. Yeah, that's
1: that's a blatant disgrace in itself. But you know, it is what it is. But it's just it's something that again, I sound like I'm really critical of Salah, but we don't see enough of it with him. He's got that delivery; it's it's just excellent, you know. And it's a an argument budget.
0: that the, it's an argument that the defenders aren't expecting that cross because they use Salah.
1: That could t- be being it, so yeah. selfish.
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe, yeah, it could be something in it. They're not expecting that sort of delivery because when you can put them in like that, you should be doing it more often. But I'm y- I'm with you, Keith. I am I'm, I'm
3: actually, and I'm, I'm actually with you in terms of not only is crossing but when Sa- because I think Salah has got the ability to be a tremendous playmaker
1: I we mean he has he, was he, was. he got a few good balls he caught um, Sadio in a few times yep. cutting on in from the wing and just pinging them across like he did yep. do a few earlier but you're right yeah. when right. Salah drops and gets the ball and comes inside midfield uh, comes
3: infield sorry he's got amazing vision I'm telling you he's got a crisp pass on him he can, he can be a tremendous playmaker maybe he's a little with
0: roll there from in years to come,
1: yeah,
3: possibly. Um, he's not on the, Sadio and Bobby. Obviously, are, are more creative in terms of more uh, number suited to the number ten role. But he's got definitely an eye for a pass, and when, when he's when he's at his playmaking best, added to the hunger that he shows when he's in front of the goal. He, as I think Jamie said earlier, he's one of the most underrated players, in my opinion. Ever in the Premier League? I mean, what you know, he's an absolute legend of a Premier League already, in my opinion. By the time he ends, fuck you know,
0: mm. yeah, oh, he could be on any number, he really could. Universal boss Jogan Klopp, thanks for the donation. He says, Henderson is up there with Emlyn News, mm. Phil Thompson, to Nets, Alan yeah. Hansen and Stephen Gerrard as the great Liverpool captains. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't think anyone can argue with that. Mm. Um, I've an awful bleeding throat on me tonight. Um, that's from hanging them bleeding Christmas lights outside the house for two <laughs> hours earlier in a freeze and fog. Um, but lads, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about the crowds and we'll get to that in a few minutes. I want to talk about Manscaped, um, very important, um, update on Manscaped this week. And, but the fourth goal and, and it goes down as a, uh, one goal. Unfortunately, fucking I had fucking money. me fancy football as Sorry. well as no matter was, yeah. But it just, it just shows like Grizz, um, what are you laughing? I'm above you. Um, <laughs> Grizz, it, We've spoken about so many players there today, but it's it's Jones to returning Alexander Arnold, and what a fucking bogger it's, it's it's actually it's it's actually not funny. It's it's, 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 it's not actually, funny. Do you know what it's, it's like? It's like it's like someone in our WhatsApp group said, what Bash and three or four and we bring on Jota. We're absolute scumbags, aren't we?" And <laughs> and, and 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 that passed something off for me because he just it's not even Elvis feet. It's just touch, and it's not. He's not whipping our hip height or head height. He's putting it along the floor as if they go, just knock out We yeah. it. get me like Solid floor.
3: Mad, Chris, you, mad. you know what it is? Do you know what it is? One of the most annoying things on this new football Twitter things for kids, right, is when the likes of Reece James or Aaron Wynn do a basic job for their clubs at right back, right? They often yeah. turn to this phrase of, uh, Trent, and it's always they turn to Trent, and it's always Trent in the mention, it's always Trent in the head, because he's the fucking greatest right-back in the world, right? And they always say, come outside Trent, as in terms of, sort of, you know, we can do this shit. You can't do shit. You haven't got shit on this guy. Sit the fuck down. This guy's an absolute genius from right-back. Think he about that. Games. He's, he dictates I'll, I'll, games I'll do Jamie. He's, he's yeah. Liverpool's playmaker. Trent.
0: Come outside. Is this what it yeah, is? That's, that's yeah. the one
3: they say, Trent, come outside. Now, mm. Trent has no reason to fucking get off his sofa for you <laughs> lot because you have got shit on this kid. This kid is how youngest out of lot. He's an absolute different beast, different animal. There's no team from a right-back position since sort of maybe, oh, I can't think now of fucking right-backs that played with such composure and reigns Oof, have you seen was a powerful shot? no he was more powerful as a shit shout he was more powerful he was a great footballer he was an exceptional like footballer he didn't have the passing and the he range the of passing Trent. there's nobody yeah,
1: that has there's nobody no that has the pass and the trend that played a fullback like it's it's absolutely ridiculous it's staggering what he does I mean no, you look it, at that it, part, you
0: can't compare you, it, no it, you can't be compare off, fullbacks you'd be better off comparing him to David Beckham David I was going to say that Kevin that's the
2: only that's yeah. the only from a technical point of view. There's three people. There's him, Beckham, Gerrard, and De Bruyne. Yeah, they're the they're the three that when they strike the ball, they strike it in such a way, like the the whip and the power that they're able to generate. And and the thing is, when Trent got that ball, you knew he was going to do it. Like you knew he had it in the locker, and it was pinpoint. It was like a game of bowls. You know, when you roll <laughs> the ball, it just bends around. It was. Well, if someone
0: if someone doesn't do a t shirt, you know, we the way there are loads of people do t shirts, right? Um, and you know, like they take a, like they kind of do a trip
2: is of, merch, here, Gav. Is, no, is well, no I'm merch. not into
0: this shit. No. <laughs> but um, but you know, like Trent whipping the ball in. If you just took a picture of still of that and just drew a line of where the ball went, and just along the line, you just wrote corridor of uncertainty. Yeah, it'd be a brilliant t shirt. There you go. Um, Available, available at on F-
2: cdt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> available at all Grizz's outlets um, yeah, from yeah. next week. Ten thirty nine. That's actually a plus cricket term. So thanks,
3: thanks, for making a
0: cricket term of mine. Corridor yeah. of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. It's a cricket that's, term. That's it's a it's football, a football term please. as well. Yeah. Well, well it's I'm the, I'm gap between you, the keeper and the. Yeah, defense, you can't you, you can't just come on here and just tell us that cricket on everything. Well, I'm
3: sorry, cricket lovers, if there's any in the chat, we'll tell you that is a cricket term also. And if you need explaining, I'll explain it as well.
0: No, I know it's, it's probably something to do with the with the wicket oh, and and the crease. Well, that's, oh, that helps. Yeah, yeah and usually yeah. and the uncertainty about whether it was going to hit the stumps or not. I no, it's something along the no. Ah, no, definitely is. Better. No, that's definitely not. That's is. not. Definitely no. is. It's not. Um, okay.
3: I'm waiting for someone to explain it properly. Well, I'm not. I'm not getting into. It. Listen, yeah. it,
0: we we had a force, right? Um, Breaking News yeah. says Stefan, Jamie plays all-man balls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that reference came from to be yeah, honest. No. As
2: I was saying it, was like, what am I on about <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting him on red wine.
0: Like uh, Rajiv, ah, Rajiv, will you stop it? He says Gav, it's a cricket term. Um, rather than the football, red says, uh, Roy says Grizz is right. Yeah, Grizz is
1: borners, definitely. Yeah,
0: it's Grizz's borners. Um, but lads, I wanna um, before we get on to the, the crowd and before we go on to man of the match and finish up because we've taken up uh, enough of these good people's time, um Manscaped. So uh well, Jamie's on tonight, Jamie's used to this stuff as well, so that's yeah. amazing. But um we've all had a great time with it. Um it's it's genuinely brilliant stuff, honest to God. Um you'll be toning and deodorizing yourself off yeah. every like every day, just lashing around. <laughs> um but it's really good but go to manscaped.com and use lfcdt and you will get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, Christmas is coming up so get your orders in. Get them in there. By doing that and by ordering by lfcdt you will help us genuinely you will help us. I am I'm not I'm not messing around I'm going to say that. Grizz, um you were the last one. You weren't the last one to receive it, but you were holding yeah. off your birthday. Um manscaped is it the best birthday present you have ever got?
3: Yeah, no, I, I can't deny it. it's not. Um my timing was a bit off. I tell you why, because I, I ah. think I chose I chose the coldest week- <laughs> weekend <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> of the year uh to do it. But listen, hey, you know, you gotta try it. Someone's gotta be the guinea pig, and it wasn't Akif. Um, oh, it was myself this week, yeah. Unfortunately, uh look, it's a great product. I'm not I'm not saying it just because they're sponsoring I really not. Uh, I think Keith said. That people should buy more products from them because they are oh. very useful, very handy. My Elvis next the one Artists is Field. Keith. The Artists. Artists feel great. Yeah, Keith, look, I, I don't want to go into it like sort of like descri- like very descriptively. I'm just going to say that you know it went smoothly. Um, and, and that's mate, the you beauty look, of it.
2: Honestly, Grizz, you look slimmer and everything, mate. Since yeah. you started it's, using it's amazing, Mantle, isn't, it? It's amazing <laughs> isn't it? It's amazing, fucking hell. Um,
3: it's changed my whole <laughs> outlook in life as well. I'm look, bubbly, you know absolutely positive about everything but keith do you know um it's the simplicity of it as well i I remember when you first used it and you was glowing as well you had a real glow on the pod and i I feel i've got that glow today and it's because simple you know you don't need to worry or panic about it it kind of guys back me on this when i say this it kind of just does it for you if you know what i mean just you just go with the flow kind of thing do you know what i mean yeah, like, I know yeah. you've got to direct it. It's not automatic. People don't fucking just leave it hanging down there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> don't just don't, don't just dangle it on yeah. a string, hoping it'll do its bit. <laughs> do you two, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? yeah,
3: it's not that fucking advanced. Uh, do you guys know what I mean? It it goes like it just goes with the flow. Glides. yeah, it glides. That's I would mean. say
0: I would say, Grizz, this has filled a gaping hole in your life because I I know for a fact that you used to go and get your feet done. Um, before the whole COVID yeah. stuff, and and you used to love it. You used to send me <laughs> pictures, and you used to say, "I'm going to get me feet done," and and it's then an together, and then you showed me um, one picture one day. I was like, oh, "My f- ten feet are horrific." And then the woman <laughs> went missing, surprisingly, for <laughs> yeah. um, a number of weeks. But I don't know if she ever minutes. returned. But but I'd say this has filled a massive hole in your life because you, you do actually like pampering yourself, don't you?
3: Not as much as I used to, um, mm. but it's natural as you get older. You know, you think, "Fuck yeah. it." But obviously, yeah. you know, some some habits die hard and mm-hmm. um shaving me balls is is one of those. It's not I mean, I, I to be honest with you, I'm not as bad as you, Jippos. Yeah. Like I can't kind of, yeah. like I do it uh, very often beforehand as, as yeah. well. <laughs> no, I'm not because you lot no, you lot are animals, you're savages, right? <laughs>
1: because, <laughs> I him him, not you're not Irish. The older you Jamie. You're not no, Irish. No yeah, said yeah, t- yeah. T- That's fair. That's fair. Right?
2: Yeah. So,
3: summer, so you guys man. have been looking forward to this for fucking years, right? Waiting to get fucking. Can't believe you said that. Waiting to get sponsored, so you get to shave your balls. You fucking savages. me, me, I'm a regular. I'm a regular. So I only saved up this amount of hair for the last few weeks, just for this. Otherwise, okay. I'm normally a very regular. But, uh, <laughs> but the the downside of it, right, because it's so fucking cold,
2: you need to wear a couple of pairs of bottoms, you know, to yeah. keep it warm.
3: It's fucking yeah. freezing. So I'm wearing, yeah. like,
2: trackies tonight. Do you know what's underrated, though? Just to, to finish off before, if we go back, back to the footy, but uh, <laughs> the toner, lads. Yeah. I, like, yeah. It's, 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 real. You know, yeah. I've, I've always been a trimmer anyway, but the toner, I didn't know that I needed ball toner till no. I had it. And now I can't imagine my life without it, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The olden and the toner is the game changer. Game changer. Yeah, it's a, it's unbelievable. But listen,
0: um, I know Keith has ordered other stuff off the site as well, and yeah. um, a couple of lads I know have ordered other bits as well. And like you said, LFC DT, and you will get twenty percent off free shipping. I and genuinely, by by doing that and buying it for yourself or a brother or an uncle or a father or son or wherever it might be, um, get them for your mare as well if you want to. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah. She has hair. Like, like, no, it, it, but the genuine, genuinely, <laughs> the thing is, like the, genuinely, the thing is, it is kind of pushed towards men, Um manscaped, you know, and and all this stuff. But like, I opened the box and showed it to my wife, and my wife went, "Women could use that as well." Like, all right. They're not going to, <laughs> to tone themselves. I was going to say a joke. and uh, no, I'll stop myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, listen, I wouldn't say I was anything. going to get but in she, trouble. <laughs> but if she gets wind of will box the head out of you. But um But no, she did. She went, well, it's a razor. It's waterproof. Yeah. You can use it. Yeah, women could use that as well. I went, yeah. And she went, yeah. like So it is pushed towards men. It's a men's product. But it's absolutely not beyond the realms of possibility that a yeah. woman could use it as well. So, um, but listen. To be fair, um, my
2: missing balls have got very fluffy over the last couple
0: of months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> start it out <laughs> nice one, Jamie. You've just deflected lovely from Grizz calling a whole population Jippos. So um, thanks for that. Uh, but listen, no, genuinely, by, by, by going on that and, and if you, if it's something you're interested in, you're going and doing it, uh, it obviously helps Manscaped, but it also helps us as well. So um, yeah. all support is very, very welcome. Lastly, before we go, as we're going to go over another four or five minutes, but uh, Grizz, I'll come to you first. Crowd is back in Anfield today. Um, 2000. Was it 1500 the cop? 500 in the yeah, main stand. Yeah. Um, so 2000 altogether. They're going to reassess that after the Spurs game. I think all things going well as to how many you can have. But Grizz, I think it's huge. I think it's a huge difference. You hear the Firmino song going off and Firmino seems to have a pep about him. You know, Teams probably thought they had a chance come downfield an empty Anfield, but even two thousand, degrees, I think, I think it intimidates the low. of our, our teams,
3: oh, it does, um, and it showed in some of the lads' performances. I know we touched upon you. We've gone sort of touched upon Nuko's performance, but I think the crowd absolutely helped him. Even the simplest things he'd done were getting a round of applause, you know, and cheered, you know, and, and it's it's inspiring for for a kid. It's inspiring for the, all the lads to be honest with you. You know, you could see it. Mane loves it. Mane loves the crowd, playing for the crowd, you know, smiling at the crowd. Hendo uses the crowd. I mean, I think the team raised their levels, you know, by, by 10, 15%. And, you know, hearing the Bobby song was emotional enough and you never walk alone at the end. But I told you guys, I, I texted you in the WhatsApp group and I, I really meant it, even though it's been a long emotional day, um, that clock fist pump that he does into the crowd at the end it it made me really emotional lads and i'm being honestly i'm being really serious here no fucking about um you know and hopefully they do review it and they can bring about sort of increasing the numbers that can get into crowds because we know football we've talked about it you know some of us who are real fucking football men we've said ah oh, it's bullshit you know, this 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 version of football is bullshit without fans and so much intervention with VAR, whatever. But today we saw glimpses, you know, of what football was like and what it can be like when hopefully everything gets back to normal.
0: Yeah. Like, Jamie, you know, social media can become fucking outrageously bad at times. And, like, there's players out there that look at it, don't look at it, whatever it might be. But And, you know, like Grizz said something earlier, like you notice these teams are out of game a lot more and stuff like that. Do you think... People going to Anfield there, even though the, look, everyone enjoys going to Anfield regardless. But going there and knowing that there are, there's two thousand people representing the other fifty thousand that can't get in, and and kind of kind of saying, listen, kind of saying to players, don't be worrying about what you're hearing online. We're here now today, and like you said, the littlest things getting cheered, and it just it just gets players clicking again. For me, no, I thought it was the was the standout there.
2: Yeah, I, I I nearly feel like it's going. This is going to be like a big big reboot um, in, in terms of fans' perceptions when they go into football stadiums. Because, I mean, you see Nico Williams, I think he was uh, over in the corner at one point and the, the the fans were all up on their feet applauding him. Mm. And I think fans now realise what a privilege it is, more than ever, to, to go into a football stadium to watch your beloved team. And, you know, it, when you go to Anfield, there are a few old arses who like to, to throw some shade towards certain players. And, th- I mean, that will always exist to a degree. But I, I do feel like you'll get a rejuvenated fan base because one thing that gets underplayed, lads, is this Liverpool team deserve football fans to be there to watch them. What yeah. they are doing season after season at the moment. We are watch we have we have six or seven, if not more, world-class players in their position. So not you know, it, it's just it just feels right now that football fans are there to to celebrate them. Um, and I and I think it will rejuvenate the whole club if there's ever and, I, and we said it when this this whole lockdown v- version two of football started. The one team that was going to suffer the most is, is Liverpool because we use our fans uh, and the emotion of our fans and the history of our fans to 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 bigger degrees than any other club, in my opinion. Um, so it, it was tough for us to adjust to, to start with, but I think it's only going to get better and better now, the more fans we can get into that stadium. And let's be honest, what, there was 1,500, 2,000, whatever it was. It sounded like 20,000 in there today. And I think you're dead right, Gav. They, They took it upon their shoulders to represent everybody who's been sat at home dying to get into that stadium and show their appreciation for what this Liverpool team have done.
0: Absolutely. And listen, they're singing champions at the end and it's the first time. And it's a sad thing to see. Part of me was a bit sad that only 2000 were able to sing that mm. at a team after so long after winning the league title, 30 yeah. years waiting on the title and then having to wait so long to get back in the ground to do that. You know, I could only imagine if they were going to win the league this season, what it would be fucking mayhem. Like um, after I'm booked, I'm booked for May anyway. So, um, it's all good, but Keith, you know, Jamie brings up something there, you know, like a reboot. Could it, be the, could it be the phasing out of negativity in football grounds and and any negativity you might see in Anfield? Because, you know, you, you get people saying, oh, well, the Kemlin road at times can be this and the main stand can be that. I think the main stand has improved since it's been renovated. But yeah. could it be one of those where people go and go, oh, listen, I'm not giving out because I'm about to spend in, you know, <laughs> six months. I couldn't go to football. So what am I doing? What am I...
1: When I'm I'm this privileged, why am I going in and moaning? Could it be a case of that? You'd like to think so. You know, and initially it will be. (coughs) I think people will just appreciate that they're back at football and back in grounds and all that. And you just hope that it doesn't, you know, fall back. But it's easy when you're winning and you're performing well. If you start tailing off that negativity, that toxicity does come back in and you don't want to see it at Liverpool. I mean, other teams are going to have it. I spoke about West Ham during the night about the absolute shit show that their fans are and that the team have improved with no fans because they haven't been getting hounded at the games. Liverpool thrive. We do. Jamie said, you know, we get an extra 10% off our crowd. Um, or one of the clubs in the world that, that are like that. It's just the way it is. You hope that the, the, you know, the, the old fucking shouts of the negative, the audible groans of someone misplaces a pass. You'd like to think they will be gone for a while at least, but I don't know if I have the faith that it's gone forever.
0: No, I, I, look, I don't think I have the faith that it's gone forever either. But, you know, it's it's there's more of a chance of it going with what's gone on yeah. over the last couple of months, I think. Owen um, Bork says, fans coming back and key players slowly coming back to fitness. Hopefully this is where... I've season really starts and we show where we're the best team in the league. I think that's a great show. We've got, I, think, the I, I think I think a a lot of us in our WhatsApp group and amongst the trippers have have said just hang in there. Hang in there till yeah. end of January. Assess again. And if Liverpool are anywhere we're in striking distance, we've a, we've a massive chance. Um, Zed Malik there had a comment up saying, mm-hmm. um, shout out to Raul Jimenez. Absolutely. Yeah. Raul Jimenez suffered a mm-hmm. fractured skull against Arsenal during the weekend. Horrific. You know, um her- horrific injury. I heard Keith on the pre match show saying that he doesn't know if he'll come back from it. But listen, we wish him all the best because yeah. he's, he looks like a terrible, nice guy. He's a really, really good footballer. And you don't like seeing that happen to mm-hmm. anyone. Before I go to Man of the Match and we let Grizz go. And in that t-shirt and have it ready for tomorrow because he looks <laughs> fabulous in it. Um, couple couple of our, couple of other sponsors that have just come on board and I just want to give them a little mention. I'm trying to mention them all when i meant even though Manscaped are on this show, we like to mention the others as well. But um Colossus bets we great fun over the weekend with that. Our syndicate actually, like I think we got three of six results right, but the other three we were a goal out. We're literally a goal out on the jackpot. Um it, the syndicate got fully filled, so we were able to go ahead with the bet. But go to colossusbets.com, uh log log in there or sign up. It takes four or five minutes, you know, the usual bookie stuff. Lfc D T um as your referral code, you'll find us on there. You can join our syndicate or you can follow us, and every time you put a syndicate out, um you can get involved. You can bet as little as tenpence up to whatever you want, and always gamble responsibly. But um tenpence, uh tenpenny yeah. bag. Uh but Um, it was really good and the more people that sign up to it and let us know that you have signed up. We're trying to get us all together so we can make these selections together every week, rather than, like, I think three or four of us done it this week. But if we get 10 people, we can go, listen, everyone throw their stuff in and we'll, we'll do our best for it. But it's, it was really, really good. And um we were literally a couple of goals out, which was annoying, but, listen, it, it kept uh, great interest for the football over the weekend. The other one, of course, was football prizes. Um, footballprizes.co.uk, football prizes on all the social media. But this week's Liverpool prizes assigned... 2005 Liverpool jersey signed by Stephen Gerrard uh, framed and signed it's fantastic 99 tickets um, max and 495 a ticket we've a couple of those um, tickets to give away on Wednesday show following the game against Milan so keep an eye out for them as well go and follow them on, follow them on social media because if you're Liverpool Arsenal Chelsea United Spurs whoever they've stuff belonging to everyone i think they have a Messi one up at the moment actually a Messi and Ronaldo together um which is unbelievable so go and look look them up as well um man of the match grizz man of the match on your birdie who is it
3: it's one of those games where you can't pick one you've got to give context but i I won't because we run out of time i think so i'm going to give it to um andrew robertson
0: okay nice one nice one yeah it's a good show. jamie man of the match for you
2: uh my my mate fabino um Mm -hmm. I just think game after get like I've said it a couple of times and I'm probably going to start raising the bar every time that I say it now because he, he just keeps seems to get better. He is the second best center back in the Premier League behind Virgil van Dijk and I genuinely believe that. I think he's immense. lads.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think he's I think he's what Man City wanted Fernandinho to be. Yeah, that's what I think he is. I think he's yeah, great just, chance. Uh Keith, man of the match.
1: Yeah, I was going to go with Fabinho as well, Um, but just to throw another name in, I'm going to go with Cuivin. I thought he was excellent. Talk thought and in goal. Uh, as we touched on earlier, great save from Pedence. Does another good save in the second half, but his, his handling of crosses and not being afraid to come out and command his box really impressed me. So I'm going to go with Cuivin.
0: I'm going to go with Gino and Alden because he's literally playing two, two games a day and he's still putting in uh, performances like that. Um, Fabinho's a brilliant show. Robertson's a brilliant yeah. shout. Keller's a brilliant show. Um There's a couple more you could throw in there. Like Grizz said earlier, Salah's really hungry. He looks yeah. really good. Jones. I so thought
2: Bobby was good, was good as well. I thought Bobby,
1: Bobby was, was great as a link player Bo- today.
0: Bobby was Bobby good. Nico be Williams. Nico was good. Matthew was
1: good. Well, he, plays,
0: he plays 90 minutes on a yellow card, more or less. Matthew gets a goal. Um, Nico gets
1: called off. Yeah. Th-
0: you know, he no, yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, oh, he had the, he's looking at 90 minutes on a yeah. yellow card, you know. Um, but there's so many names there, but I think when Alden is just churning out yeah, performance after performance, he's he's, he's actually sh- stupid at this stage. Yeah, really but, crazy. um, lads, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I've enjoyed it from start to finish. Grizz, anything else before we go?
3: No, I'm fine. Thanks. Thank you for having me on. Okay. Happy birthday thanks. again, Chief. Yes, pal. Thank you. really appreciate the love in the chat as well. Thank you very much, guys.
0: No problem. You deserve it. You're the best boy. (laughs) Jamie, anything else before we go? Uh,
2: Not just, I think if if anyone starts talking up Spurs and Chelsea, just remind them who this Liverpool team are. Remind them where we're sat, the players that we're missing, the amount of COVID uh, positives that we've had, all of the stuff that's been thrown at this Liverpool team. And look where we still are, and it's only gonna get better.
0: Mm. Keith. Yeah. Great point. Keith, yeah, I think of
1: what Jamie said. You know, it's we constantly doubt this team and the way people are reacting, it's where we were fifteenth in the league and now of the Champions League. This team is flying and we're patched up job. Wait till we get after Christmas and we can get a run at this. We are the best team in the world, in my opinion. We're the best team in this league by a fucking mile. Let's just force that home in the second half of the season, lads.
0: Watching that today, and although Trent comes on, when you think if you the add Allison, Gomez, Van Dijk, Tiago, Trent, Alexander-Arnold, and one or two others into that Fox side, Day it's it's actually scary. And listen, let's get through Christmas. Let's get to the other side. Let's bolster it if we have to. But um, Liverpool are going nowhere. Over and out.
1: At Capella University, education is as smart as the world around us. With the FlexPath format, you can take classes at your own pace set your own deadlines, and even leverage your previous experience to move faster. Now that's smart. Learn more at capella.edu. Time to fire up the grill.
3: Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers.
1: Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.